Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I am so honored and thrilled to be sitting here with Emma Terrazas. She is an amazing health and holistic health coach, and she really works to be able to give you the opportunity to live your healthiest version of you in the most sustainable way possible and has incredible programs and ways to work with her that um, I feel like everybody needs because everybody's over, you know, dieting and, and over a lot of the restriction. And she teaches you how to go from feeling restricted, feeling burnt out, feeling overwhelmed to in control, consistent, and healthy. So thank you so much, Emma, for, for joining us. I'm so thrilled. Yes. Thank you, Shalane. I'm, I'm honored. I love your people. I love what you do. So thanks so much. Aw, thanks. Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like we definitely come from a very similar um, background. I mean, you were an athlete, but like I came from, I was like, I came from like personal training and have moved into uh, more like spirituality. And it's interesting. We're part of uh, why we wanted to talk a little bit to each other today and share some of this is because you in particular have shifted from being an athlete into being, how do I live my life and be healthy in a way? Cause really you train very differently for being a competitive athlete versus day to day. So do you want to give us a little bit of your story and kind of history and, and all that jazz? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up just like literally I would my mom would put me down and I'd be bolted like I was gone like I was always super active um yeah grew up an athlete played every sport under the sun and just absolutely loved it um I like once I finished my collegiate lacrosse career um there's a picture of me and my parents like smiling and then like the next picture I'm like bawling my eyes out because I'm like oh my gosh like that was my last game. Like I'm done, you know, it was just so weird. Um, and then after, you know, after I stopped playing collegiate sports, I was kind of like, okay, what do I do now? Like, cause all I was ever working toward was being better in the game, like being, being stronger for the team, um, you know, working on my skills, stuff like that. And so once it ended, you're kind of just left like, okay, now what, you know? So I really had a shift why I was, I wanted to work out and stay healthy. And I got uh, my personal training certification, which made me feel super, super good. Cause it was kind of putting like the science behind what I already knew. Right. Um, and, and yeah, I figured out like, Hey, this, this feels really good for me. Like I don't necessarily have to be training for anything anymore, but training for life, you know, yeah. just feeling good by my, like for myself. Um, and I also went through like a crisis of like, what am I going to do with my life? (laughs) Well, I think for many people too, especially when you're in that, when you really identify with a title like athlete or 
um, whether it be in your career or like mother or something like that, you kind of get stuck in what's expected of that role. And when that role is no longer serving you anymore or like that, where you're like, okay, now I'm out of college. Now what? Like, it's not that you chose to like, and you're like that it literally, I have no other choice. Yeah. So now who am I without all of this like particular goal always being in mind? Yeah. And I find a lot of my clients, um, don't even, you know, we don't really even connect the two like, Oh, like after I am done with sports, I have to figure out how to work out on my own. I have to find my own motivation. I no longer have my teammates. It's no longer embedded in my life. Like movement is no longer embedded in my life. Right. Like it's a huge hit. And then people end up getting really upset because you feel discouraged. Like I should know how to program a workout for myself, but really in reality, it's not intuitive. And you've had a coach telling you, what to do forever. And you've just shown up at 6am and been like, here I am. (laughs) Honestly, like there, um, I was talking with somebody who does, he only specifically coaches for competitive CrossFit athletes. And he's like, if you're competing in CrossFit, um, and this is while when I was doing some bodybuilding competitions, it's, you don't do the same training that you would do for a bodybuilding competition. Yeah. It's not the type, the same type of structure. So here you are training for a sport. Right. Honestly, like you're not doing that in your day-to-day life. So now how do you train for just being healthy for life? How do you create this movement pattern that makes sense for functional movements, day-to-day yes. movements, keeps you healthy, keeps you active and, and all of those other like health markers, but also makes you feel good in your body. Yeah, exactly. And that's a good point. Like when you train for your sport, it's, well, depending on the sport, but for me, lacrosse is about speed and not necessarily about long distance, although you have to have your stamina up, but you have to be able to sprint in really short bursts. So having your, having really good um, endurance uh, and like just speed and strength and your upper body too, with your core from shooting and your legs, of course, as women, we have a lot of muscle in our legs and we definitely need to use it. Um, so yeah, it was a weird transition. So I was like, all I've been doing is running and sprinting for all these years. And now I don't need to do that. So like, sprint to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep my lacrosse skills up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so I found that I started getting into more of a bodybuilding structure as well, like a split training where I would do, you know, upper body, lower body, and I got super, super strong. So I love that. But then I ended up getting hurt. Well, it was kind of a combination of both. I never, I feel like I was really young and I didn't realize that a mobility was a thing. <laughs> so I literally didn't stretch, didn't do anything with for my joints and just always jumped right into the workout um, because that's not the sexy part of it, you know? Right. No. Um, Nobody's like, you know what? I want to do a warm up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool down. Exactly. And it's, it just takes more time, you know, like so, a lot of times you just want to get in, you want to get out, but the warm up, the cool down is so, so, so important, but I never knew that. So I was super strong. I loved the way I looked, but I just felt like crickety. I don't even know if that's a word, yeah, but yeah. Like, I know, use crotchety. So I like that you, right? you crickety. Crick- <laughs> Wait, what? Crotchety. Crotchety. <laughs> <laughs> like when people are like, eh, eh, yeah, exactly. Like, like, we're doing like robot movement. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, 
like I couldn't, I just, my mobility was so weird. Like I just didn't feel good moving in my regular life. So that was very weird because when I was at the gym lifting, like I could do all the moves, but in my regular life, I didn't feel physically like loose and smooth. And I also grew up as a gymnast and a dancer. So I knew the difference, you know, like, oh, you didn't feel agile anymore. Yes, exactly. Yes. Didn't feel agile. Exactly. So um, and then I ended up falling down the stairs at one point. It's like I slipped and I like tried to grab the railing and messed up my shoulder. Exactly. So that really put me out and I couldn't lift. And I was like, Whoa, this is weird. Um, so I was going to physical therapy and I still wanted to find ways to move. Of course. So I was still walking and I was swimming. Oh, swimming is like my gold mine. I love swimming absolutely so much. Um, so I started getting into yoga and more mobility because I was like, okay, I need to get mobile so I could get back into the gym. Right. Um, and then, yeah, yoga just like opened up my whole world of the spirituality and the, the deeper connection that we have to our bodies. And now I really, I, I definitely do resistance training still. And I do yoga and I'm running and I'm walking and I'm biking. Like I do it all really because I love just feeling loose and like good in my body. Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's how I transition. Like, okay, what, what feels good to me? And I don't do the same thing every day. I don't really have too strict of a schedule, but, and it really depends on like my goals at the time, you know? Yeah. Well, and I love that because it is so true to form for life. Like when you're training for something specific, um, then you train for that specific thing. But the reality is like life is always changing, always evolving, always. And if you are not agile for those transitions, like you do resist them more. Um, like working with so many people, just personal training. Um, it was amazing. Like, it's amazing how when you overtrain like that, you actually create a lot of stiffness in the body because it, it's not designed the to train like that doesn't actually design to keep you fluid and moving to be able to, to react. Even if you have like kids and you know, those quick kind of motions and doing fun things. Like when I'm like, Oh, you know what I want to do? I want to go like paddle boarding or I want to do these things. Like specifically bodybuilding training may make you look really good, make mm-hmm. you be able to lift a lot of weights, but like doesn't actually make you good to do any other like life things. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yes. And that's what I love. Like I love feeling confident and prepared because especially in Chicago, you slip on ice, you can be out. <laughs> so, really, preparing my body to walk on ice. Should it come? <laughs> like you, seriously, I've caught myself a bajillion times and I'm like, wow, because I do work on balance and strength. Mm-hmm. Um, just, yeah, functional things. And it's fun to do full body, um, movements too, like, you know, squats, like dumbbell press, like, yeah, making it fun just so we can have more fun outside of the fitness fitness world and just have fun in real life. And even, um, last week we were, we were out in my friend's backyard celebrating a birthday for one of my other friends quarantine very we were safe we're safe <laughs> different distant um like driveway he, birthdays like everybody just sits in their own driveway i live in a cul-de-sac and and everybody like just comes out and brings like their chairs 
and we all just like sit for our own pods but we're all together <laughs> yeah yeah seriously that makes such a big difference um and we like got off the football. I brought out my lacrosse sticks. We were like sprinting, running, like doing gymnastics in the backyard, like had a full field day. And it was just so fun. It was just so fun to play and move. And some of my friends who aren't as active as I am, <laughs> which we're, I'm helping them get more active because it's not easy sometimes. They're like, oh my gosh, like my body's so sore. And, I'm, and you know, I'm over here and I'm not like bragging, but I'm saying this could be a reality too. I felt awesome. The next day I felt amazing. Like, because it's kind of part of my regular life, you know, to have fun with my movement. Yeah. Well, and really like when you go from so many people go from something like that, like being an athlete and that being their, their identity for the most part. And then when that's gone, then they really struggle to find a healthy relationship with their body again. I feel yeah. like that's when a lot of people then, because they're not doing any movement, they get stiff quickly because yep. they went from so much movement to nothing. Yep. They have a tendency to want to overeat to um, like all sorts of weird uh, food issues because before they probably eat whatever they wanted because they were moving so much exactly. um, or they're going to the gym and half-heartedly doing things because they're not really sure what to do. They're not, you know, I have so many friends that were literally, I mean, played several sports and now they don't ever they, they can't get up and down from being with their kids on the floor and life is not meant to be lived in that stagnant place right. so like funneling the energy that you put into movement and sports and stuff like that at one point you're gonna have to to segue it like okay I need to move for health and I need to move for longevity and then this other can be for play it can be something that I just you know do you like to cycle do yeah. you I was like, I have done archery and I, it's actually really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, my shoulders are, I was like, I work out a lot, but my shoulders are a little, a little sore. Right. Right. But like stuff like that, you can find things that actually bring you joy that mm -hmm. are movement as well. Cause we're, we've become such a society of, of stagnancy and, and, mm -hmm. um, very, um, I'm searching for a word, but I really sedentary. Sedentary. sedentary thank you very sedentary like and that's become normal but our bodies are not actually constructed to be sedentary like that for long periods right. of time right so how do you um explain to me then a little bit <clears throat> about when you're working with clients and stuff like that like how do you really help them go from really struggling with their identity of an athlete or of whatever and really creating a, a lifestyle for them that incorporates movement that makes it fun and sustainable it makes it easy to commit to it yeah yeah so it does start with the mentality and your mindset yeah. and i i mean i know for myself and <clears throat> you and all of the listeners too who are athletes like we're still athletes at heart you know mm -hmm. um just because we don't identify and are practicing for a sport on the daily doesn't mean that we still don't have that in us so what I like to, to say and kind of um, mix in with this new lifestyle that people are searching for and, and hoping to achieve, so for the long term, is bringing that athlete mentality with them and bringing that, like going back to that time where you were so excited to get on the field and you just loved showing up to practice, like you loved your teammates, you loved like being in the game and not worrying about anything outside of that moment, like bringing all of that energy into who you are now mm. to 
being like, okay, obviously that's not my life. I'm a completely different person anyway, so I don't want to go back there, you know, but I want to energize and empower myself to, to get pumped up, to live my best life through this 40 minute workout, like bringing that mentality to get excited about it. Yeah. Um, and not comparing yourself to where you used to be, because that's a huge thing I see people get really caught up on because maybe they're like, okay, it's Monday, I'm going to start up again. And they go right back into the workouts they were doing two years ago, and they are just completely spent. Like they're just so sore the next day. They don't feel good. It's super hard yeah. for them to get to back to that, like where they were, right? Quotes. Um, and it's just it could be discouraging and that can stop you from, from moving forward. So always meeting yourself where you are, giving yourself grace, being like, I'm amazing right now, like loving yourself as you are now and bringing that athlete mentality, how you used to view working out in the past, bringing it into your real life now, loving yourself now and just making it happen. I love that because it's really like your life is not really super linear like that like there we we are told like at one point that like oh it, it, like workouts have to just be hard and they're really just something you got to get through and it really doesn't it doesn't have to be that way you can't actually like make them fun they can be enjoyable and really inst I think most people kind of get stuck there they feel this like obligation as opposed to feeling empowered to like I can move Yes. My body can do all this for me still, you yeah. know, 10 years later after not, you know, touching a sport, like my body is still performing for me. And how yeah. cool is that? And when you get in that moment, as opposed to looking at it, like something that you're just checking off the box, I feel like yeah. it doesn't lend itself to, to really needing that motivation all that time and needing yeah. all that push because yeah. you feel a little bit more grateful for just your body doing what it's doing and where yeah. it's at. Yeah. And you stay consistent mm -hmm. because it's not, it's just something you do. It's just a lifestyle. Yeah. It's just something that you do and you know, it makes you feel good. So you keep on going. Yeah. And, and I think the more that you do it and when you're doing it like, like that in small increments, like we're not trying to, you know, completely change your entire life. Like that you've this, you know, new identity that mm -hmm. you've, become a little bit more attached to you're meant to grow you're meant to change like you don't want to change that part we just want to take the parts that you're struggling with and mm -hmm. infuse them with the passion that you used to have about just living and just like playing and being it being fun yes uh-huh 100 i love that yeah. um do you find that you end up a, like most people struggle a little bit more with like movement or are they struggling a little bit more with like their food like yeah. as, as just kind of those transitions happen I feel like we either gravitate kind of one towards the other a little more yeah yeah I've seen people struggle with you know like some people with food some people with just working out and other people with both obviously but it seems to me that the the athletes don't mind working out they just don't know what to do so it's not the fact that they're like oh, I don't want to work out. It's like, I just don't know what to do. So that kind of pulls them back. But then also with the eating, they may have, you know, gained some weight since, since being an athlete um, because your metabolism changes as you get older and as we do have a more sedentary life. And it just isn't intuitive to make those adjustments 
you know, to be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't eat as much as I would when I was a full-time athlete. And that even happened to me. And I was, I'm a personal trainer. I went to my nine to five job, was just like, I'm still an active person, you know, um, but just got hit with a brick wall when I was just sitting all the time and I gained 10 pounds. And it, I, it snuck up on me. Like, I think that's what happens. Like, you never think it's, it's going to happen to you because in your mind, you still are this, this person. You have that identity, but, in, but your life is not reflecting that. So it's like, we just got to, like you said, not the biggest changes. but of, of expectation versus reality. Yes, exactly. And just, yeah, being so honest with yourself. Just being like, I think, too, people get attached to titles. Like, Things yeah. like as an athlete, you're like, okay, it, it's easy for me to maintain my weight. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. eat whatever I want. Exactly. Um, like I'll always be in shape. Like you always, at that point, that's all that you know. So yeah. when that title really ends, so do all of the things that you've identified with for so long. So your behaviors mm-hmm. no longer match the behaviors that are with this title that you thought was you. Now, you, because you had all the behaviors before, it married and it meshed well. Now, the behavior is not there. So the, the mindset and what's kind of going behind it, what you're telling yourself, doesn't marry the two. Yep. So it, I think earlier when you're speaking about mindset, it's such a huge testament to just how it, our mind is equally as important as our, our body. And using yep. that power of like, the drive, like it's there for those people who have been, have been athletes or have been really active. And I think so many people too, just live in like, I used to be so little, like when I was in high school or when I was in college. And I think you do such a great job of just bringing them up to like, you're still that person. Yeah. That person is always there. Your body and your habits have physically changed, but it's not gone. The great thing about the body is it is constantly changing. So you either decide whether you're committing to habits that are promoting more vitality, more, more life and are more empowering, or are you giving into where you're at now, more sedentary, more pulling away from living more, you know what I mean? More, um, like absorption of, of energy rather than putting it out. Yeah. And too, <clears throat> I think as women, it's so important to like defy what the culture, like what our culture tells us about growing older. You know, like, like for women, you know, supposedly as we get older, kind of our, our youth goes away and our like demeanor and all of that. But as when men grow older, they're automatically like, like dignified. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what, what the heck's up with that? So let's like, you know, make that not a thing anymore. And us women continue to work on ourselves Mm -hmm. because we can get better as we grow older. Like, why not? Like, I'm sick of that narrative and being like, People always tell me, well, this is a thing, like, don't get old, but it's like, <laughs> we're all doing it every single day, guys. Every yeah. day you're getting older. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's like, I don't want to live like, oh, once I'm, you know, once I'm 50, it's done for like, no, like I'm, I'm sick of that hearing that. And I want to be the person to, to help other people be like, nope, I'm not doing that either. I'm going to get better and live my fullest life until I can, until and that's interesting that you said it because it's literally the narrative that you're choosing yeah. to listen yeah. to and choosing to live. Yeah. And your habits reflect that narrative. 
So it's just like when you are, you know, an athlete thinking you can eat whatever I can eat, whatever I want, and I'm not going to gain weight. Well, part of that is because your mind, you've already told yourself, I'm not going to gain any weight. So you naturally probably stopped eating when you were full. You listened to satiation cues. You listened to hunger cues, water, like all the things that you needed because you weren't so consumed with everything. But like when you get older, people tell you like, you should be more out of shape, you know, that you have to get wrinkles, that your hair has to go gray. I was like, listen, all my friends right now have gray hairs. All of them. I was like, I am, I, I'm 30. I guys never ask me my age. I'm the worst at this. After 26, I just never got any older. I decided I'm going to be 33. And I literally just found my first little gray hair the other day. And it's like somewhere like hidden in the back. And I'm like, it's just because I've never chose that to be my narrative. Like gray hair. Oh, I'm going to like, I was like, I'm in better shape now than I was at 25. Wow. And that's amazing. But part of that is because I was like, no, I just, I don't choose for that to be me. But like, yeah. like, you can either choose to age by society standards and their ideals and their titles, or you can choose your own. Yeah. We love yeah. that. I know. Yeah. I love it too. And I, like, I look up to women, like, we're like a few years apart, so it's not even, like, you were not old. <laughs> it's okay, I'm tall. You'll, you'd probably look up to me anyways. <laughs> yeah. I'm five, I'm five, two and a half, so yes. Oh, I'm five, ten. Get out. Oh, my gosh. Five, five, nine and three quarters. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Yeah, so definitely look up to you, but um, that is so empowering because the more that we do that, the younger girls are seeing that, too, like, oh, like, these women are amazing. Like I want to, I want to look like them because they're happy and they love themselves, you know, not just because they look good, you know? Yeah. Like that's so important to me. I think when you're happy with your body, it radiates from you. Oh my gosh. Like you actually do like look at somebody, no matter how much Botox, no matter how much filler, no matter what's plumped or tucked or anything like that, you look at somebody who's happy and they genuinely look younger. Yes. They love their body. They love their life. They, they are present. They're with who they are at that moment. They're not really worried about like what everybody else is doing. Exactly. So I have a story to, on that little point, if I can tell. So there's this woman that I would see in the gym all the time. She looked a little older, but I couldn't really tell an older, maybe like forties, fifties. Like that's not old. Like I, I know people are like, Hey, I'm 40. That's not old. <laughs> it's like, that's not old. <laughs> older than I am. So I'd always see her. She would like jump rope. She would be like doing yoga and you, you could just tell her body was so fluid. It was just amazing. Like she just felt so good. She was smiling. She was just beautiful. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I like love this woman. So eventually I saw her in the the locker room. And I was like, I have to say something to her. <laughs> like, she was like my little well, sister. Mid changing. Like she's like, oh, sitting there naked. You're like, hello. Hi. <laughs> no, 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 no. I got her. Yeah. I got her fully clothed at the sink. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. And I was like, hi, like I've seen you all the time. I just want to tell you, I think like, I just love your energy. Um, you just look amazing. Like what's your secret kind of thing. And the first thing she said was like, oh, thank you so much. You're so sweet. And she was just like, I have amazing friends and I am just, I have dogs and I walk. And basically she was just telling me she was happy living her damn life. Like she was just so happy. She had good relationships. 
she had cultivated a life that she loved and it showed like she was just radiant and that's exactly who I want to be just radiant and be like I'm filling my my cup up so much that I'm pouring it out to you because I want you to feel like that too yeah and it's contagious like look like you didn't know this lady and you're like I love you you're my hero and people see that they see it from miles away that's why there's some people that that command a room as soon as they walk in it's because their own personal they they feel the people around them feel what they feel about themselves and it's attractive it is so attractive like the what's that saying like it's like most attractive quality you can have is like your smile or something Mm -hmm. to that effect but Um, yeah I'm terrible at quoting quotes, but I know. Saying, don't don't frown because someone's falling in love with your smile, but that's not oh, it. That's a good one too. <laughs> that is a good one. But it's like it is so powerful to be able to be so aligned with who you are at that time yeah. and release like those expectations and and love your body and not be stuck on like, well, I used to be this way. And honoring your body and loving your body and your spirit exactly where it's at. And some of that comes with, again, like shifting movement, shifting like the way that you're eating. So that way you can really like feel good about yourself. Yeah. And And, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say like getting to a place where food doesn't carry so much weight Mm -hmm. is, is the key right there because you are so filled up in other areas that you don't need that emotional attachment to food anymore. Yeah. Because that's it. Like everyone's like, not everyone, but you know, um, there's good food, there's bad food. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. And in reality, there's no good food. There's no bad food. It's just how you view food behind it. Yeah. Exactly. The power that you give it over you, I think more than anything else. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. So you also have a program that is super awesome. It's coming. It begins May 18th. So enrollment is open right now. It's called Energize and Empower. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a 12 week program. Will you explain to to our listeners just a little bit about what that is. Cause I think, I feel like this, the way that you've set it up is so empowering towards women. So I love that you. Really yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Look at you go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. So first I want to say like when I was thinking of the length of this program, um, you know, I know things are really uncertain right now, but this, this little hit, I got a little hit of being like, your relationship to yourself is never going to go away. Yeah. No matter what is happening outside, you always have your relationship with yourself. So that's kind of why I decided to have it a little bit longer. It's 12 weeks. Um, and it's really meant to, to help people find the most loving and sustainable boundaries that they can for themselves, whether it's, um, you know, like, working out or eating in a way that feels really good just to get back in tune with your body and what you need to feel really good. So I'm asking that everyone who's in the program to just throw away what they thought that they had to do to lose weight or, you know, look a certain way, whatever it is that they have been trying for so long, but obviously isn't working because they're still in this this spot of feeling frustrated or feeling restricted with their eating, right? And bring in this new mentality of, okay, I'm, I am just going to relearn and focus on myself with so much love. So I actually listen to my body 
Um, and just, again, find those boundaries of, am I really tired or am I just being a little baby and don't want to work out? Like, let's find those boundaries um, to get more in tune with you, with yourself. And you are going to be a guest speaker. I'm so excited uh, because, and these guest speakers are really meant to bring the spirituality and the intuitiveness into health, into the fitness, because it's not always just physical. Right. Um, yeah. So you're going to come in here helping us release some energy that's been holding us back from releasing the identity of who we thought we used to be and, and how to move forward. So I'm so, so, so excited. Me too. I'm, I know I would like when you asked me, I was like, yes, I'll do it. Um, it's such a great program because I think it works in a way that it's not just it's not your, it's not your mama's, uh, you know, workout program. Like it is actually specifically designed for you to completely shift your mentality and attitude towards your body and towards movement. Yes. And I've been talking about like getting rid of some of those labels and ideas and titles and expectations of what's attached to every diet or a, the way your body should look or um, I think that just puts you in a box that puts you in, in something that nobody is ever going to need the exact same things. Nobody is ever, you know, you go through time periods of your life where you do need to eat more. You do. And your body won't change. You're like, for whatever reason I can eat more right now. You know, maybe you're, you're working on a lot of creating a lot of stuff for your business and, and stuff like that. You're actually using a lot more energy. And when you're out of sync with what your body needs, you may be pushing yourself then too hard or you're not pushing, pushing yourself enough. So like your program is incredible to just streamline the process of like, you need to really tune into who you are, but create habits and consistency and some type of, of expectation for yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be like, you know what? I need to go work out. Yeah. I need, I know that I don't really feel like it, but I should do it because it actually makes me feel good and not feel it. It's not a punishment just because you feel like you need to do it. That's not punishing yourself. You're living in your highest good for the health of your body. Yep. You know? Yeah. And the community is just so important right now. I think too. Oh. having yep. a constant talking to each other, um, talking to people outside of your four walls, like <laughs> people. Yeah. we will zoom as often as you need. <laughs> Exactly. Like a Facebook group type setup for, for the community and stuff. Yep. Yep. And then weekly check-in calls. Um, and I'll be teaching on certain, certain subjects like nutrition mindset. Um, I also have a plant-based nutrition coach coming on to talk more about eating plants, um, and debunking what we might, you know, might've heard of what it is to eat like a plant-based diet. You know, there's all these weirdo things. Maybe you don't need to go hug trees and like mow your grass and then have it for lunch. That's not how that works. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so, so much, Emma, for coming on. I like, I love this conversation. I love everything about like your program coming up. I just feel like you're such a light for the health community because it, you really are looking at it from health for life, not, not losing weight. Like it's, which I is so identifiable for most people. They're like, yes, I do want to lose weight, but the reality is what you want is to actually feel good, be healthier, you know, feel like you have control over your body. So I love that you're offering this to so many, is it a women's only program? Yeah. Yeah, it is. 
Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, maybe, dude. Maybe you, you guys can come in later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can figure something out. Women community. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And thank you, Shalane. This has been, this has been so great. And I think you're right. Like feeling good is so, so, so important. You feel good. You look good. And losing weight is a bonus, you know? Um, and, and it comes in time when you do figure out your body, like, oh, you know, maybe I don't have to eat this right now. And then it naturally will just happen, which is the best part of it. Yeah, your body, your body knows. We just think that we know more. Like our, our educated brain just likes to take over. And you're like, no, no. Yeah. So I was like, no, I already know what we're doing. Stop overriding the, the system here, okay? Right, right. And we have the space now, you know, like there's no social distraction. Mm -hmm. There's no, we're not wasting time, two hours of our day commuting to work. Yeah. You know, but of course- Extra time doesn't mean extra energy, but it's a great time if you're feeling pulled to it, you know? Yeah, well, after all these quarantine snacks, I'm sure everybody's feeling a little pulled to do a little something-something. Some, a little something-something, exactly, exactly. Oh, my gosh. So if you um, enjoyed this conversation and are like, oh, my gosh, I would love the Energize and Empower program, like, this is for me. Um, it begins on May 18th, so if you're wanting more information, you can always... Uh, DM Emma. So her Instagram is at Emma E M M A underscore T E R R A Z A S. So that way you can kind of get in touch with her, get more details, get signed up, get all that good stuff. And she also does some really great videos and stuff like that on her Instagram. So that's a really great place for just information if you're looking more to have be more informed about health and movement and stuff like that. She does a great job. So thank you again so much, Emma. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's been so fun. This is such a great conversation. You're, you're amazing. I love all the work you do and you are a true light as well. That's how we found each other. <laughs> Our lights were just shining. That's how we found, we were like, like lighthouses, like boop, boop. Houses <laughs> make those noises, but that's fine. I love it. Um, so screenshot this episode if you enjoyed it. Um, tag both of us. Let us know your biggest takeaway. Uh, we would love to know if you sign up for the Energize and Empower. Please let us know. We'll see you guys in there. Um, and cheers, everyone. Have a great day. Cheers. Bye-bye.